0: Very good.
1: And now we're live. We're live. Yeah, I think so. Awesome.
0: Why not? Awesome. It says uh, your live show will begin shortly. And then it, it fades in to the real oh, it? thing.
1: Look at that. It's very fancy.
0: Oh, it's kind of like my vision <laughs> will be in two hours from now, fading in and out. Mm. There it is. Faded in. Yeah, look yeah, at that. Yeah. It's a picture of me going, but we're not there yet. Look at that beard! Holy smokes, I look like hell. And you can see where I stopped shaving altogether. So, like the top part, like the straggly little whiskers that don't really have a place on your face, like almost people in your town.
1: I think during kind of... coronavirus, it's fine.
2: I think yeah. everybody is. Yeah, it's acceptable oh, yeah. now. Wearing this PJs uh-huh. during the day.
1: It's my workout their... fit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A lot less laundry.
0: True. <laughs> True. Saving yeah. water. Yeah. Sorry. No question.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, we're doing another micro. podcast.
0: Yeah. So let's Our, get a, let's get yeah, uh, let's get an update. Welcome. How are you guys doing with your um, social distancing and uh, isolation? How are we doing with that? You guys, Adriel, you were were working from home, and mm-hmm. the only thing that changed for you is now you've got the kids. So so how's that going with the kids?
1: It's fine. They're doing their kid. Online thing these days. They started today, and uh, I've been yeah. playing video games with Epic uh, uh, Shooter uh, near in your area there, Mister Kane. And uh, yeah, been playing Fresh lots of Net video games. Kane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you've been getting your your online gaming on. Mm-hmm. You sent me a link to download some stuff, but yeah. I am an adult and have responsibilities. Okay. And have not had time to do that. I have yeah. things to do. But I am looking forward to it um, shortly, um, and I, I, I suspect, Adriel, that you and I our gaming abilities are somewhat on par.
1: You would be mistaken.
0: Oh yeah, you you a shark?
1: Mm, well, no, but like I played quite a bit of first person shooter.
0: Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like I'm oh. I'm just getting ramped up on Tarkov right now, but I'll get there.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right then. So you should
1: start with Counter Strike because it's popular. It's free. It's easy. It's very very approachable. Get and trained up. Get trained yeah. up on
0: Counter Strike. Yeah.
1: We'll get you in Tarkov there. Or at least like familiarize yourself with it a little bit, and then we'll and then
0: we'll jump into it.
1: Or we could just jump into it right away.
0: Oh no, no, that would yeah. just be frustrating, and then I would quit. It's like your first gun is an open gun. What were you thinking?
1: After you tell you what, after the show here, I can stream. I can stream a, a game, and you can see what it's like.
2: That would be cool. Yeah.
1: Not really. No? <laughs> no? Not into video games? You can mod no. up AK-47s. Uh, yeah. You mod up M14s. Lots of modifying you can do there. I like yeah.
0: to modify AR-15s, which we'll talk about on Thursday. But uh, Kelly, I like your outfit. You're looking prepper-y. You um, got some camo pre- on. long prep, yeah. Yeah, you got some, you got some plaid on. Hmm. It's I've been you. so
2: I've been prepping for prep by watching Dooms Doomsday Prepper. Yeah, and then the Hunger Games as well.
0: <laughs> yes, that, that will tell go. you what it's like good. to be poor and hungry. That's yeah, that's for sure. I started <laughs> reading a Diary of Anne Frank just you know to try and get in the right headspace.
2: Oh, okay. I was going to say to lighten the mood, but it's not. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I spent a lot of time upstairs. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. And, well, yeah. In the, not, the closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the books I should be reading. So, Kelly, what's changed for you?
2: Nothing. So I have not seen any. I literally have not seen anybody since Wednesday of last week. I saw my father through the door. That's it. I just been. I've been isolating myself.
0: Wednesday.
2: Yeah. So I. I've been not a single soul. Not a single person. No. Wow, man. Just
0: you and the dogs.
2: Just me and the dogs. I have been working. I'm working, right? I've been working from home. Um, but I basically been working from about eight in the morning till about midnight, one o'clock in the morning. So I, I haven't been going out.
1: Uninterrupted at work time. Fantastic.
2: Exactly. Well, you know,
0: you say that, Adriel. I think we talked about it on one of the shows. I can't keep them straight anymore. I don't even really know what day of the week it is. And, uh, today. it's today. To- it's today. Today is my favorite, my new favorite day. Today. So, um, Anyway, talked about my master's. I've applied uh, to UNB to take a master's degree and uh, in counseling because I'm a good listener. Shut up. So um, <laughs> the deadline ask us is... for a reference. Are you Are you interrupting me right now? Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Awesome. It's not your turn to talk. Listening skills is something uh, I'm going to take a class in. So anyway, um, the deadline's tomorrow. So even though the pandemic is going on, like I need to know, right? So I touched base with um, two of my three references. The first ref- the first person that I reached out to, man, within 10 minutes of getting the email from UNB, they got everything done. And 20 minutes later, they emailed me and said, you're good. I sent everything away. And, you know, they touched base and confirmed and stuff. I was like, fantastic. So I hadn't heard from the other two. And uh, so I sent them in touch base with them, and one guy is like, yep, I did it, I did it already, and uh, good luck. And then another guy, a week ago, I sent him an email, I was like, "Um, story's taking way too long. Anyway, right before this show tonight, I got an email from UNB saying, we're missing a a reference, tomorrow's the deadline.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: Really? Tomorrow's the deadline, and you tell me now you're missing a reference? Like, you couldn't have told me 48 hours, you know? Anyway, so I sent him a text, and he's like, but I did it. And um, luckily, he is, uh, he knows everybody in that system. He knows the individuals there. So he has direct direct line to UNB, to the admissions office. So um, he's going to touch base tomorrow. I bring this up because this whole working from home notion that Adriel brought up, Mm-hmm. My first class, Adriel, is an online class. Perfect. Mm. Yeah, man. Like, screw uh, online gaming. So,
2: so I'm hoping that you'll be able to log in from online. I'm finding right now for me for work, mm-hmm. I logged on this morning at 5 a.m. to upload mm-hmm. my reports because the VPN is just overloaded, bogged down when people are using it
0: is this now i don't know, uh, you're talking That's fancy company internet specific words. Yeah. okay good yeah. there you go so
2: but i'm wondering about unb
1: a lot of, a lot of the other uh, non company specific uh, services have been under considerable load uh, mm-hmm. i mean like i'm trying to work today like any other day and there's a million people out there streaming tiger king or something on netflix and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> ruined well my bullshit. internet <laughs> which i mean you know have you know, fill your boots, but it's making the internet a little bit busy these days, yeah, yeah.
2: and then charging us more for it.
1: I'm still uh,
2: pissed off at that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta
0: get your okay. Tiger king though. I haven't um, watched it yet. I'm not not great what? To it. Oh my god, Kelly, you have yeah. to, you have to. Okay, uh, making a murderer was awesome, evil genius was awesome, this is as and and, and then don't, no. don't frack with cats was awesome. Yeah, it's right up there with them. It's as good as any of those, if not better than some. Hmm. I'll have I to
2: get take... to live it every day. But I don't really care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is a new level of crazy, even for you, even oh. for you. And uh, Kelly, there's gonna, there's going to be a season two. I'm telling okay. you. Yeah. So.
2: How is it a season two?
0: Uh, trust me, there's gonna be a season two. They
1: still they're got little. tigers, right?
0: Yeah. Oh. I can't I don't no spoilers, right? Uh, no okay. spoilers. So Okay, uh Adriel, when's the last time you left us? Uh Oh, last uh, time
2: I left. House. Maybe like a week?
0: Really? Yeah, last uh, weekend.
1: Yeah.
2: It's been a week for me too. Oh my god. Oh, god. I actually that's just totally wrong. I go out every evening. I go out at 10 p.m. and go for a 5k run around my neighborhood and come back. I see okay, no that's
0: yeah. I almost don't even count that Kelly is leaving your house because you're you're still social distancing. You're not you're not hanging out with people. You're just doing yep. your thing, minding your business, and staying in your own little world, running around the block. Yep. You know, so that's cool. I'm probably going go to go into the bush
1: in like a week and go shoot something because I'm there. <laughs> I've got one more week in me before I got to get out there, and uh, I don't care if it's my S20. I'm gonna go shoot something. Can't go to my ranges, so I'm gonna I'm gonna find some spot in the bush.
0: Minus twenty. Are you guys not warming up yet?
1: It's minus ten and we got a snowfall warning right now and it's minus oh, to wow. sixteen tonight. It
0: was it was plus ten in Halifax yesterday. Yeah, it's here too. Alberta. Oh man. But then it, it switches though. Yeah. Like your summers are as nice as I and your spring is like three days. It's like, oh boom. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like your fall. You get no fall. It's like summer, oh. summer, summer, snow. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. Weird as shit.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, um, I got to
1: yeah, I got to get that uh I got to get that 6.5 Creedmoor out. I haven't had that thing out yet and uh I think that's it. I got to just need yeah. to get that guy out. I got to reload for it. I need more ammo for that thing and that stuff is like before they had like 200 rounds for 200 bucks for of 6.5 Creedmoor. I think Tanda uh, had a deal like that. <laughs>
0: Not anymore. Fuck off. No. No, no. I mean, if you're going to do a boutique caliber like uh 6.5 Creedmoor, you might as well reload your own I mean, it's not like you're it's not like generic 30 odd 6 here
1: it's not boutique anymore come on
0: oh it still is come
1: no. on no you there you they've got like four different brands of that stuff at, at cabelas cabelas it's not boutique anymore
2: no it's well, not. i don't know man so edmonton I'm looking at the weather for next week looks like sun 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 and plus temperatures like 4 and 5 ooh, so you know ooh, what fancy yeah but then again, it's Edmonton, and it's a week from now.
0: <laughs> yeah, which yeah, and so it's going to change basically. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, the
1: only you know the other thing that's hard to find right now. AR ten mags. Oh yeah. 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 Those are those are kind of hard to find too. But I got one, so.
0: What what much. what kind of ar ten a oh ar ten mags? Yeah, we got some at the shop, or we had some anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Told yeah. me that last hey. time. I gotta I gotta yeah. get some hmm And and because show sponsor you get a discount on in stock items.
1: Okay. Yep. I gotta get I gotta get some of those.
2: My rifle is still in D app. Hmm. Ah.
0: Anybody looking for a Maple Ridge handguard, either fifteen inch or seventeen inch, or a loophole mark AR one to four scope of the Burris quick detach mount, hit me up. I got some stuff for sale. Sweet. Captain Annie's just, just. It's a good. It's
1: a great time to buy and sell right now. If you, if you're sitting on like a cache of like parts and that kind of thing, fantastic yeah. time. Lots of yeah. people asking me. Lots of people asking, uh, asking like, hey, do you have an ART ER for sale? Do you have this? Do you have that? And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, like I mean,
0: around. my modern sporter's got an eighteen point six inch. My SLR's got an eighteen point six inch. They're both. They both weigh less than my. Um, STI 3-gun rifle. So I don't need three ARs or AR-type platforms with 18-plus-inch barrels, so I'm taking the barrel, the handguard, the comp, the gas system, and the scope off of my STI 3-gun rifle, and I'm turning it into a quote-unquote duty-style AR. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben, always Ben. Ben's the man. Ben sent me a link to uh, a Maple Ridge Armory... I don't even think I told the boys yeah filthy knows filthy knows everything um but the rest of the guys I don't think they know um it was anyway it was ben ben ben's as we know uh spends his days shopping with other people's money on uh, c g n he sent what a kind link. of
2: things does he do for a job? 'cause
0: he's got a job yeah
2: yeah, he's,
0: I don't know if he's going to work the i don't know where he's at or what's happening shit man, I hope he's still going to work well
2: he's still he's still, getting, he's still you know shopping for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, even when he was Bad at work, job. he was doing that. Yeah. He's not necessarily shopping for me. He's just shopping for... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I buy almost 90% of everything that he sends <laughs> their way. More than, 90% more than the other guys. Anyway, it's a Maple Ridge 16.1-inch barrel with a gas tube. So then I, I went to TNA, and I got the block, um, a pin kit, a couple extra gas uh tube roll pins because I always seem to mash one up even though I use the right pin punches and stuff. And uh flash hider, crush washer. Dude, that was expensive. Plus a handguard. A red handguard. Who in the F buys a red handguard? Somebody during an apocalypse who has no choice. That's who. I mean I'm gonna take it straight to denis and go sandblast this bitch and Sarah Code it. Cause a red handguard really? Anyway, whatever
1: you're, just, you're missing the. So someone didn't opt for the the red handguard when they got the red upper and lower. <laughs> they oh, left man. the handguard behind.
0: Anyway, uh, I forget what the length is like. 13.5 inch or something mm-hmm. on a 16 inch barrel should look not too too bad.
1: Anyway, Here's what it looks like.
0: You're, you're kind of right, you know. So, He's so like anyway, I haven't heard back from the guy. Cares. Right. Uh it was only hundred and forty bucks compared to like if you buy a, a real, real good handguard like uh Maple Ridge, you're gonna spend three bills for sure.
1: Yeah. But those are really nice.
0: Really nice. So mm-hmm. speaking of really nice, I've got one for sale, either a seventeen inch or a fifteen inch, your choice. Mm-hmm. Hit me up, let me know. And if you need a loophole scope, let me because 'Cause I'm turning that from a three gun rifle into a sixteen inch rifle. You got too so.
1: many uh you got too many three gun rifles. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I have one three gun rifle, and yeah. I shoot a lot more three gun than you do.
0: Exactly, yeah. right? So, um, right now, uh, tough call between them. Probably going to go with the SLR. It's still the lightest weight. Um, it's got a one to four with a little fire dot in the middle reticle. That would be my go to. It's it's pretty trimmed down. Then would be my modern sporter. So, but my modern sporter will be my seven point six two by forty WT okay cool so let me just check i wrote some notes here to kind of keep us going um okay so next what have you guys done uh, if anything at all um in regards to um preps for ammo
2: guns. what What? but but preps, Let's
0: preps. preps, food preparation, ammo, staging, caches. Are you guys doing caches yet? Are you, like, storing stuff around the city for when you have to bug out and evacuate? You can stop here and get a cache of stuff so you don't have to leave it all? You could just leave?
2: No, I actually... Eh, no.
0: Caches no. are important. You caches are yeah,
2: important, perfect. but I have kind of caches at places already.
0: So you have like, your caches set up?
2: Well, they're, yeah. They're just... Yeah, kind of. So what, what I'm saying FAS's is around. I have strategically, there's places that are I'm going to be going to if anything shit hits the fan, basically. Well, those those I've are already, bug out locations. I've already set that up. Yep, and right. there's food and different things there. And there's also ammo and stuff like that.
0: Okay. No, a cache would be somewhere you would hit yeah. along the way to there. Nah. Okay. So you got your bug out locations set up. Right. That's cool. Adriel, what have you done for preps? Just uh played uh, online video games with Jeremy?
1: Yeah, played online video games. Uh <laughs> yep. I loaded all my mags. I looked oh, at some nine millimeter bullets to like to like reload into Oops. some uh yeah, just bullets. Just the bullets. Projectiles. Just
2: the projectile, yep. you just saw them? Uh, I saw them. Yeah, I saw them uh, on online.
1: I had them <laughs> in my shopping cart. I had them in my shopping cart and I was like, eh, I already got two thousand rounds. I don't really need three or four.
0: So let me jump in for a sec there, uh, Adriel, because there's a um, an important email that came into our uh, show email yep. that's worth bringing up now. It's it's so important. It's not. It's 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 too important to wait until Thursday. So we've been talking. Me in particular, going, oh, panic buy, panic buy, panic buy. Lead comes from China. Yep. There's no lead smelters in North America. Yep. There's no lead coming from China. Start buying stuff now. Well, we done been educated. Someone um, emailed the show to inform us that most of the bullets, or if not all of the bullets that are manufactured in North America, Mm -hmm. the lead that they use comes from locally sourced recycled car batteries.
1: Oh, neat.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, I know AC Delco, all of the lead that was produced at my local um, lead smelter in my region, Mm -hmm. all the lead went to AC Delco. Mm Mm-hmm. And all of the um, silver, because silver is a byproduct of lead, where you find lead, you find silver, used to go to Kodak, because Kodak used silver in the production of their uh, yeah,
2: of the million, film. Yeah, the film, now. yeah.
0: yeah. So, now, now who buys that silver, I don't know. Well, no one, because the smelter's closed, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, recycled car batteries. That's awesome. So, that's a lot of recycled car batteries turned into bullets. So until all the recycled car batteries are used up. Not many people are driving good. these days, but yeah. Yeah, okay. we're good for we're good for a while.
1: Yeah. Uh, I looked at uh, what I've got for 6.5 Creedmoor components because buying mm-hmm. the ammo by itself was expensive, and I got enough of that. So I got enough to make like a couple hundred rounds of that, so I might make some of that. That's, more, get... that's more to try out my new gun, though. That's not like any any particular prep or anything like that. I've got... More than enough hunting ammo and a few thousand yeah, rounds of and that six, kind five. of
0: thing. What's that? What do you got chambered in six oh, five?
1: That uh, Matrix Aerospace. Uh, you did. Maple you Ridge really did. Building. You did that. Absolutely, I did. Yeah,
0: I wanted the better wow. cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is a sweet. I'm gun. Not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's not a better cartridge. I I I fully admit. The 6.5 Creedmoor ballistically outperforms the 308 all day long. Yep. And yet here you are struggling to find 6.5 Creedmoor when I have. Oh, I must have a thousand rounds of 308 downstairs.
2: Yeah, I but don't. 308, right? How popular is that? It's That's been around forever, point, I, That's forever, right? That's in two days, right? 6.5 right. 6. is now the new, right? And I all the opponents I are I got getting... both! I got lots of both.
1: Gittin'. I got a couple of guns in both of these different cal- calibers. I'm good to go. Now I'm gonna have like a couple hundred rounds. I'll I'll just make them myself. I'll just have to assemble them, and uh, I'll have enough for uh, uh, for Get some hunting ammo. Two, yeah,
0: two, three, three, oh eight, thirty out six. That's all a man needs.
1: Why you don't need the thirty out six if you got the three oh eight? They do the same thing. Those are over, That's no, they there. don't.
0: No, they don't. You're applying that lo- that old adage of. The 308 will now do what the .30-06 used to. Well, that's because of the new construction of bullets, and that's Uh because of the new powders on the market, right? Well, if the 308 game got bumped up, guess what? Buttercup, so did the .30-06
1: game. But do you need the extra stuff that the .30-06 is giving you? Because the .30-06 is giving you extra energy that's that's going into the hill behind the deer.
0: What if the deer is further away?
1: Uh, How far do you need to push that bullet before... Uh, you really care about the energy. I, listen,
0: a hundred meters. If there's a moose standing at a hundred meters, I still want to shoot him with a thirty out six, okay, rather than a three oh eight.
1: Okay,
2: that's all it's going to be at in New Brunswick anyways.
1: Yeah,
0: well,
2: I would, maybe I, three hundred, I, Kelly. I
1: mm-hmm. I, yeah. I would push that three oh eight eight with a like a one eighty grain bullet or something like that way out to like two three hundred, and it's still going to work on that moose.
0: Ah, uh, mm-hmm. not as good though. That's good, but ah, that's I mean, dead. if you're gonna go thirty out six, you might as well go three hundred win, Mac. Are you getting sick? Yeah. Am I getting
2: sick? Yeah.
0: Do you have a sore throat? <laughs> oh, are you, do you have a fever?
2: You got a little sniffle going on there. You okay?
0: I got I got allergies, man. I'm drinking. It's okay. You know, just checking. <laughs> you want to come check my
2: temperature? Then yeah. we'll know for sure. Yeah.
0: There you go. You finally get to see somebody. <laughs> and get sick at the same time. Yeah, right? no thanks. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> if you're coming all the way to New Brunswick like, we're doing it rectally. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> well, I think uh uh you guys will be happy probably with the news today that uh that in Italy there's uh there's gangs roaming the streets uh, yeah. uh trying to rob places and looking for food desperately.
0: Let's yep. let's talk about this.
1: This is one of the this is... one of the results of what this yeah. what, uh shutdown will do.
0: Well, I mean, there's a certain lifestyle in Europe. They don't have huge refrigerators. They Mm -hmm. go to the market every day. Italy, France, those countries are really big on that kind of lifestyle. The French just go around with a baguette in their backpack, like they eat bread all day. And that's pretty much all they live on. um, And cheese and wine. But. Yep it's a very different lifestyle than North America. And there's no such thing as a Costco Costco, and buying in bulk and keeping stuff for long periods of time. It's just not how they live over there. And here they are. You're told all the shops are shut down. You're told you can't, you can't leave your house. Yes. It's only a matter of time before you run out of food. And are you going to steal food by yourself? Well, there's safety and security in numbers gangs are a yeah. thing for a reason why do we have gangs in the inner city because you know if you're by yourself you're screwed but if you're part of a gang you have a network you have you have safety you have security so if you're going to start stealing food you might as well do it with your neighbors and form a gang and i mean it's just the natural unfortunately the natural progression of things yeah
1: the 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 insight around the uh, food and the amount that they keep is is interesting. I think I think most of them would be doing it because they don't have a job and they don't have money. That's because exactly. Like the grocery it. stores are still open. You can still go get no. your baguette unless you can't pay for it. And now what? Do you but, uh, do?
2: There, it's the fresh, like in Italy. The everybody's going to be able to make or know how to make or they're going to have the ingredients to make certain things. And same with France, they're going to have certain things and Germany and all of those countries will have, it's the standard, but it's the fresh stuff. And you're absolutely right. It's going to be the same thing here. Um, People are not going to have the money. So they're going to, Turn it's money lack, lack
1: of opportunity. Lack, lack of opportunity is, is going to cause and issues.
2: Right? what we're also seeing is actually some of the some some places right now because stores are shut down, people are actually starting to break in and mm. and robbing them as well, just because yeah. there's no security, there's no nothing. Pet- oh yeah, Pet- petty
0: crime is going to go up yeah. for sure. Companies- oh, absolutely, yeah. oh yeah, businesses are shut down. People mm-hmm. are going to be like, hey, that shit's unintended. I'm going in.
2: So, my mom, who lives in Prince Edward Island, she runs almost, it's a place where you can go and get um, clothing, appliances, food, and everything. You don't have to pay for it. Like a general it. store? No, it's, a, it's like the Salvation Army, but it's not, Oh, okay. yeah. Right? So, people just actually, she said um, inquiries right now are up 70% because people are getting laid off. And yep. she just doesn't have the... She, she can't supply the demand for it. So when we were talking about it last week, or whenever we were talking about the food banks and donating back to the food banks, food banks are going to be like stripped bare until this is over. Or even after it's over as well. Just because of
0: You're alcohol. not kidding, because some people are going to be without a work or out of work. It's going to take a while for um social programs to kick in, etc. Yep. Yeah, they're not going to be flush. They're probably like strapped now.
1: Well, those yep. social programs only have so many, so much legs to them too. Because if you think about, mm-hmm. like, the, the government is is. Uh, uh, I think they announced today that they're going to do seventy five percent of wages yes. for right. companies that lost, that are losing more than thirty percent. Which is fine. Right. Those companies are still losing money though, and there's only yep. some companies that can that can withstand a thirty percent revenue loss for that. so long. So eventually, yep. they'll be out. And then the government will be a hundred percent responsible for wages, and uh, can't be. There's that. That can only last so long. Uh, can before, we go ahead, before you dial that down, and then people get less money than they need?
0: All right, going forward, I'd like to like establish the rules of engagement. <laughs> can we stop saying the government is going to be responsible? The government funnels the money from my paycheck. Mm-hmm to other people. The government is not responsible for anything other than that. Okay? Well they'll
1: be they'll be taking out a loan or they'll be uh, printing money uh, to pay for this Which
2: doesn't work either of them. Either they can't, we, they're not
0: gonna print money unless right. like they just they just can't and won't print money. There's if they print money, I'm moving to Antarctica because it'll be the stupidest thing done since World War Two. We know it does not work. Like well. And yeah. just I just I just want to remind everyone in this in this time of crisis nothing is government funded it's all taxpayer funded and it's all coming out of our paychecks okay. and I'm Eventually. I'm hearing yeah I'm Eventually. hearing that this is the only country that is proposing a tax increase during a pandemic is it true they're going to up the carbon tax by 50%
1: That was already in the plans though yeah. That, that was already, they're just not changing their, their plans because of the pandemic.
0: So prior to COVID-19 doubling, the carbon tax was already in the plans? Yeah. That's that, how the,
1: that's, that's, that was already in the plans. Uh,
0: and how were they justifying it before COVID-19? Climate change. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Make me pay more at the, uh, at the, at the gas pump, doesn't do- It's even worse. Even like to- at
1: least, at least at the gas pump, you can choose not to drive. Like in Alberta, no, you it's, can't
0: it's choose pump. not to drive. We you don't all choose, live. You can choose not to drive. Asshole, I can't walk to work. It's 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 a twenty minute drive. You dick, how the <laughs> f*** am I going to get to work? Take I can't bike. choose not to drive. Just get on your bike. You <laughs> don't have and drive. a f- go train. Just come on, Trevor, just bike there. Don't worry about it. A bike there. <laughs> bike bike to f- hell, moron. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you can't choose. To-
2: Get up two hours extra early, you know, and uh, just go and bike. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, Keep... I mean, like, uh, uh, I I guess I could choose not to heat my house with natural gas too, because that's that's really going to get nailed with a. Uh, what
0: other tax. options do you have for your home? Oh, Zero.
1: Not nothing. That's like, like economical. Nothing that's like. Uh, you it's have cold electricity,
2: here, right? right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Electricity. You're gonna man. get screwed. All right. So I'm gonna natural move back to the, the homestead.
0: Uh-huh. It was a two-story, 150-year-old farmhouse <laughs> with a wood stove in the kitchen. I swear to God, the th- first three years I was married, that's how we lived. We lived in a 150-year-old farmhouse with a root cellar and a wood stove in the kitchen. And you had that's to keep the fire right going now. all the time. Mm-hmm. You're right, Kelly. It is perfect right now. And my Buggo location during in 1999 when Y2K was coming and we all thought the world was going to end. And I was buying a bunch of canned foods. I was a student living in, univer- living in an apartment university stocking up for two months before on canned food and bought a battery powered radio. And my plan was get in the car and drive there because my logic was that place was built and, um, designed to be operated before electricity. Mm -hmm. So I can keep that thing going without electricity. And anyway, um, you're on a farm, there's acreage with lots of, uh, hardwood cut your fuel heat up that you know that's but that's not it's just not okay
2: so i'm going back to what you were going to say what you were saying about government taxes etc yeah about you funding you're absolutely right we're funding this it's Mm -hmm. going to be the people who are working that's funding this you got to think about that there's so right. right right now the prediction is 30% 30% unemployment rate right now or 30, going up to 35% over the next little bit mm-hmm. that is like depression era unemployment yep. and yep. and essentially you and i mm-hmm. who are going i'm going to have a job i'm lucky
0: yep so am i right yep.
2: but i'm going to be essentially the working poor to fund these yep. programs right. and i can't do that i actually I sent something to my MP stating that. I said good for you. You can't do this. You can't go in and, and, and give carte blanche basically because I can't afford it. I can't afford to live now. Imagine what's going to happen, you know, in 2 years from now when you still have this open bill where you can take, you know, taxes and just blow them through the roof. I can't afford it. I I couldn't afford it.
0: No, I mean you guys, I mean, listen. Camelton is a shit place to live, but because it's a shit place to live, you guys have been in my house. You see my house, nice house, right? It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, my mortgage is less than six hundred dollars a month because it's in Campbellton. Adriel's like <laughs> Adriel, Adriel just blew a gasket, right? In
2: Alberta, yeah. Well, well I was lucky when I bought when I did because mine's pretty cheap too. Compared, yeah, to, like
0: well, we we. I live in
2: Ontario and this is stupid. Go, yeah.
0: When we bought this, when we were house shopping, um we called around for insurance and the insurance company called us back and said, yeah, we need to check some numbers here. All right. What's up? Well, the house you want to buy is $93,000, right? Yes. Well, based on the square footage, if we had to replace that house today, it would cost $486,000. Uh-huh. And, well, how could you be buying a house that big for $93,000? And I basically I just said, lady, do you know where Campbellton, New Brunswick is? And she's like, no. Well, there you go. And that's how I can buy a house for $93,000 that has a replacement cost of four eighty-six. Well, we're not insuring it. Well, dummy, give me a premium on the replacement cost for $486,000. i will pay it. Well, can't do that. Our premiums are designed on what you pay. Well, I mean, that, that's an asinine system you've got there. Shouldn't you be... Um, charging me for what it cost to replace the house, not for what I paid for it, well, sorry, sure, can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Anyway, we ended up going through a, a smaller local firm, thankfully. Otherwise, how could you get insurance around here? Especially since, you know, the next town over, they burn their houses every six months so they get new ones.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, it, hey, I lived in Brunswick, Remember down in Armoncto, Majorville, Sheffield area? Holy jeez. Yep.
0: Even there, though. Edric oh, well, maybe not there, but... Yeah. Flood. Down yeah. Red then Yeah, and everybody still builds on the floodplain.
2: I do It's crazy. Oh, man. I don't that know. beautiful. You didn't know it was going to flood. Oh, uh,
0: okay. You're an idiot. You live on a riverbank. You didn't know it was going to flood.
1: we we'll do the same thing right. in Calgary.
0: Yeah. What's that, Adriel?
1: They do the same thing in Calgary. Build on yeah. a floodplain, complain later oh, when it true. gets flooded.
0: All right. So, yeah. <laughs> before we go to the to the topic, have you guys done anything kind of gun related since last time we spoke?
2: Gun related? No. I'm still waiting no. for my guns. No. No. <laughs>
0: This is so you know you know going live works when you get texts from listeners going I paid sixty grand for
2: mine and it came with an acre of land (laughs) where at I need to know who (laughs) yeah where at I need to know
0: oh um Dundee oh okay beautiful home too (laughs) Mm. Uh, that's awesome yeah two car garage um like four bedroom got a bar in the basement it's amazing all right you guys do anything gun related no.
2: No, not really. Losers. When did you did talk? <laughs> uh, Thursday. We got to work.
0: You're <laughs> working yeah. from home.
2: <laughs> what else do I do? I work every do. day. No, I haven't done anything. Nothing. All right. Oh, I have okay. a shooting date, but I'm going to wait till Thursday to talk about it.
0: Oh, fair enough. That's good. All right. I know. I, what they ADO... talk about
2: shooting sometime. Angel's not a
0: prepper, and he gets butt hurt when we don't talk about gun stuff. So I thought I better, you know, give him the opportunity. And all I did was talk about gaming. So screw him. Yeah,
2: I'm really excited. Okay, so we have Corey, Corey, um Johnson. He wants to know about what you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited actually about prepping. I, it, I'm going back to my childhood. I love this. So I'm just
0: yeah, because really people your age had no choice. Shut like the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, they had a bottle bottle preserves. Preservers, yeah, my God, you remember? You'd, you'd do you'd, preserves. Good yes, do like that's what they called them. They would they would, yep. they would they would they yep. would bottle vegetables and yeah. make um uh jams, yeah, preserves. Damn. Oh my yep. god. Proud
2: apple jelly. Mm-mm. Yeah. And well, we would you... grow all our food in a big old plot out back and Yeah. Yep.
1: Trevor, you're talking about what you did at uh uh, in 99 there just as uh, we went over to Y2K. I was at a party. That's that's like where <laughs> I'm at with, with how worried I was over that. <laughs> Say that again, Andrew. You what? I was at a party. You that's, were at a that's, party? That's what I was doing yeah. for my Y2K, yeah. I had prepped nothing and I was at a party.
2: You were one of those. Mm-hmm. Have you prepped anything this time, though?
1: I got some ammo ready and I got some like, I don't know, food and water and whatever.
2: Can I ask... Mm-hmm. So how much water do you have cuz you have a family?
1: Uh I don't know, like 40 liters.
2: Jesus. <laughs> we I got have...
1: snow. And if if Oof. if I completely run out of water, I drive an hour and a half and I'm good enough go. go. fine. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I have 200 liters for myself and the dogs.
0: Oh my god, Kelly. What? Wow. Well, that no, that's all I got, 100, right? I got 100 and uh
2: well, I uh, figured my no. kids might come home too.
0: Actually, I had 100 the first time we had Ian on. And I bought 30 more. But I have lots of um, containers, food-grade containers, on standby. And then I've got probably 16 five-gallon buckets. These buckets are my squad buckets for Ipswich matches. They're what we normally put the timers and the staplers and the tablets and all the stuff the squad needs to get through an IPSC batch. Mm-hmm. So they're food-grade buckets. They come from Tim Hortons. They're five-gallon. What I don't have, unfortunately, is lids. But what I would do with those is I would fill them up and keep them in the washroom and some use some them for wrap. Flushing.
1: Put some saran yep. wrap on top of them. You, I, you
0: know, I thought about that, Adriel. If I needed them for drinking water, Mm-hmm. But they're so contaminated, I'd have to start cleaning them with bleach and stuff to get all but the, like... You
2: can like, use it for, like, flushing the toilet. You can and use washing. it for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, Just you, don't drink
1: them. You plebs to yeah. have nothing on Tim. He's got 15,000 gallons in his pool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're not prepped. He's prepped.
0: I, I I dare Tim to drink some of that water while <laughs> he's getting suntanned in Texas, the bastard.
1: You'll need all that water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, got a question for you guys. What are you buying? Um, so
0: chicken wings.
2: (laughs) Yeah, chicken wings. I did do that. I went and bought chicken wings, ground beef. I'm individually packaging them, putting them in a big, anyways. So those are the types of prepping stuff too. But are what types of things are you buying? For example, like, um, I'm I'm buying extra bleach. I'm buying dead all, which we used. I was a girl guy, you know, and a brownie and, and all that. We would clean our dishes with, you know, water and a couple of drops of Dead all. Diddle? Dead, dead all. D E T. Dead all. Dead all. Yeah.
0: Dead all? That's what I'm naming my dead ammo tall. from now on. <laughs>
2: Just
0: as a box of Dead all.
2: <laughs> no, you can get it at uh the you can even get it at the dollar store. What's it's Dead Tall.
0: Is this like borax, something that people over fifty know about but nobody else does?
2: Shut up about that too, because I can make my own soap too with borax. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what borax is. <laughs>
0: Hook, line, thinker. On the boat, club. I got a
2: recipe for that. I got <laughs> recipes. Okay, so I have recipes for that. I've got <laughs> It's
0: frightening. It's frightening.
2: Hey, you know what? I can I can go to I can go to the bug out location and not have to worry about anything.
0: You know what I like? We were what? in. We actually lived in New Brunswick at the same time. But while you were in university, I was Shut in up. school. Shut <laughs> up.
2: Yeah, but I was. In, I excelled in school. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: doesn't make you any younger.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you, we were talking about it. You stayed for a victory lab, didn't you?
0: Oh, yeah, sure did, yeah. yeah. uh uh-huh. <laughs> Nicely phrased. Good for you. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs>
2: Here, I put the link in the chat.
0: To a Borax uh, soap recipe?
2: No, to Dettol. It's, it's basically... Dettol. It, it's a... It. it you can... Disinfect stuff? Disinfects everything. It's
1: an antiseptic.
2: It's an antiseptic. So we used to use it, just get, we would get water out of the lake, put a few drops in it, right? And clean our dishes. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Water. That's an episode we got to do with the whole iodine or life straw, that sort of stuff. We got to, we got to get somebody on talk water. Owen, Owen was always good about water. Yeah. He was always about having three different ways to get water.
2: Yeah. So tell me,
0: tell me why McClatchy is not coming on? Because I mean, what the hell else can he do right now? He, like he's got to be out of excuses. She's home. He's home. He's flying. He's all out of excuses.
2: He's doing a lot of flying, actually.
1: Oh yeah, yeah he, is. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Damn. Well, that's a lucky for him, skill. we record multiple times a week, so oh, surely to God, he's not up in the sky every day.
2: Mm-hmm. You're the one that's in Brunswick. Call him up.
0: I would call them the same way you would, Jackass, on Facebook. It doesn't cluster. matter what province you're in. That's a moot point. Like Less that's distance. ridiculous.
1: Less distance for the connection. It's a Christ better connection. The switchboard
0: Social operator for Facebook. For How much have you
2: been drinking Hatch tonight? Right
0: <laughs> Listen, I was tired and I was not going to come on. So it was either don't come on or come on and get ripped. So here we are. I can see if I have out there.
2: two dozen mason jars full of apple pie moonshine. That- Ooh,
0: that's good prepping.
2: Yeah, that's my prepping. <laughs>
0: that really is good prepping.
1: Because what if the government shuts down the liquor stores?
0: They will never shut down the liquor no, stores or <laughs> the <laughs> cannabis stores because of the tax revenue generated. Yep. It took an apocalypse for me to go to the cannabis store. What an experience that was. Story for another time, maybe. I don't know, but it was interesting. <laughs>
2: no, they- <laughs> they- all-
0: I'm in line with Christina. i got to tell this part of the story. <laughs> I'm in line with Christina, and we're at the counter, and we're like, we're like, haven't got a goddamn clue about anything. We are the most out of place people you've ever seen. We don't know. We don't know know shit about shit. We do not belong in here. I look over my shoulder. I see this dude in line. And it's like, you know, they only sell marijuana, right? Like this dude is methed out, cracked out, heroined out. I looked at Christina like, don't look around. Don't don't look back. What's she do? She looks back. Don't look back. But the guy back there at the door right now. He's here. Because he needs to be. I've <laughs> oh, seen this guy. Was like, he holy... twitching? Oh, pretty much, man. Like, you I know. thought skin was crawling. Like, he looked like shit. Like, one look at him should have made us just leave. <laughs> Is, it... Is this what happens when you get an edible addiction? I don't <laughs> get out of here. No. no. It's another addiction. <laughs> I, I'll tell you and... what, though. I've had a sore back for months. Oh, dear. And it's been on and off and on and off. And I thought it was heartburn from the high fat keto diet. Cause it's always right between my shoulder blades. Like I've got two herniated discs in my lower back and I actually blew out a disc once and was hospitalized and the whole nine yards. I know what back pain is. And, um, this pain between my shoulder blades is nothing like the pain in my lower back from the spinal stenosis and the ruptured disc and stuff. It's totally different.
2: Holy geez. You're old. No,
0: you're old. <laughs> I'm beaten up. <laughs> Motocross, BMX, skateboard, okay, okay. downhill skiing, bar fights, whatever. I've been I've been beaten up. Anyway, um, Kelly is. It, it, it,
2: so you're standing in line.
0: No, yeah. you did you did you
1: you injected oh, the one in the marijuana back. and your the back. back pain went away?
2: Right.
0: The CBD oil, Adriel. Oh yeah, I like. Yeah, I started taking 20 milligrams of CBD oil a day, 10 in the morning and 10 at night. And within two days, that that pain in my back that was causing me to have to stop reloading, they would hit me at the shop. I was like, it's gotta be food related, right? I leave work, I go to the shop, right around supper time would hit me, I wouldn't eat at the shop, but when I would eat, it would go away. It's not that I would eat and it would go away. I would stop working. I was constantly mm-hmm. working with my arms, and my hands, right? Pain in my shoulder blade. Come and go, come and go, would never really seem to bother me throughout the day. But in the evening it would bother me. I'm working in the in the uh, in the basement and it started coming like throughout the day, but mostly at the end of the day again and it would like shut me down i would have to stop reloading 2 3 days of taking cbd oil <sighs> and how apparently-
2: how high is your countertop
0: um i'm not sure kelly i had a workbench put in when we renovated the basement and the yeah. guys who put it in I, I i don't know kelly i'm assuming they put it at whatever the
2: regular countertop height right if you re- if you raise it a little bit you won't get that pain either
0: You know where it comes from the most is actually when I work on my single stage press Mm -hmm. and with my single stage press, I'm actually sitting down on an old computer office chair Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and working, um, doing powder charge with my right hand and I'm running the press with my left hand Mm -hmm. and I'm off of the single stage press and back onto the progressive press. So is it, and that switchover happened the same time as the CBD. So it was standing up. But I stood up at the shop. When I was standing at the shop, it never hurt my back. That's when my back would hurt. Yeah. So, you know, like you're only supposed to change one variable at a time. I'm I'm sitting, I'm doing the single stage stuff. My back started to hurt. I started taking the CBD the same time I got up on my feet and moved across the room to the progressive press stuff. So, I don't know.
2: Ergonomics, maybe, as well. Could be.
0: Could be. But anyway, a couple of three days of. uh,
1: Smoke the devil's lettuce and call it a day. No, dude. <laughs> what are you doing at the ergonomics? It, Just smoke the devil's lettuce. It's fine. It <laughs> drops.
0: It drops under your tongue. Okay. It drops under your tongue.
1: That's a fancy way of doing the devil's lettuce. But uh, all right. A,
0: it says THC on it, but there's no THC. You can't get high from CBD oil. Not really. No. Unless you smoke it, maybe I don't know. All right, let's get into the, let's get into the topic for this show, should we? Oh, we have it. a topic. Well, we do. Oh. We actually have All a topic. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just didn't call you guys to hang out. Like we have things to do.
2: We were supposed to just start talking about reloading.
0: That's right. Let's talk about that reloading, but reloading for the apocalypse. Yep. And um, it's Kelly. It was your idea, and it's a fantastic idea. And I'll tell you why. Um, as someone who reloads as a, as a hobby for competition. Um, for precision for his quote unquote target rifles and hunting rifles, I do a lot of reloading, but never more than I have since all of this social distancing and, um, isolation thing has started. And definitely I have changed a few things, things that used to matter because of OCD suddenly Mm -hmm. don't matter anymore. And, um, some things matter more than, than before. So let me, um, let me explain what I mean here. So, um, right now I can't speak to everyone else, but I'm reloading in bulk. Okay. So I am processing hundreds, if not thousands of pieces of brass at a time. And because I'm processing so much brass, I am skipping certain steps, and brass prep. Um, um, there's a little bit less brass prep. So, for example, um, my bolt action 308 brass. It doesn't take. So, you've got to lube your brass. You got to resize it, and you got to trim it. Mm-hmm. Now. Um after that there's other things you can do that don't seem to matter right now.
1: I would argue that pr- you might even be able to get away with not trimming it unless it's get it's too long and it's it's getting into the to the uh chamber.
0: So Adro you're not wrong. There are tolerances. 308 for example, minimum 2.005, maximum 2.015. Alright, I've reloaded so much I have those numbers memorized. So, you could simply resize all of your brass, mm-hmm. set your calipers to 2.015, and check each individual piece, and skip the trimming process.
1: Heck, if, 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 it, if it was uh, just for a bolt action, you could just use, uh, you could next size yeah. them, call it a day.
0: Only Adriel if that brass was fired in your gun. Mm-hmm. If you have a bunch of brass that you've been accumulating over the over the years that you picked up at the range, you don't know where it came from, you must full in three size. Correct. Yep. If it's for your gun, you're going to next size only anyway for a whole pile of other reasons. So unless you want assume- like
1: unless you want interchangeability, like if you want interchangeability with other three hundred eights, then you full size full length size everything. Uh, pop a bullet on. You might trim because you want to crimp to the bullet if you're going to run it in a semi-auto. For a bolt action, you don't even need to crimp, though. You could just put the bullet in there and call it a day.
0: Adriel, Okay, a couple of things there. I don't crimp for some of my Mm semi-autos because of the bullet. If a bullet doesn't have a cantalure, I don't crimp Mm -hmm. because there's there's no point. Um, Interchangeability, um, the only... Time you're going to next size only is if that ammo that you're loading is going into the gun that that brass came out of, otherwise, you're going to full length resize anyway. Mm-hmm. So, if you have a bunch of brass, let's say you got a bunch of brass Adriel that you picked up collected over the years that you suddenly have to turn into 308 and you want to you want to save some time and not trim it, then you set your calipers to the maximum. Trim length 4.308. And after you resize it all, you set up at your trim station. You take a piece, you measure it. If it goes through the calipers, throw it in the bucket to be turned into ammo. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't go through the calipers, trim it. Then throw it in the bucket after you chamfer and deburr. So um, you're never going to get away from trimming completely, but you could go with that tolerance, right? there's a tolerance for a reason. Point zero uh two point zero zero five is the minimum, two point zero one five is the maximum. Set your calipers to that, call it good. And this will work especially well if you're working with a bullet without a cantile. Mm-hmm. If you have a bullet with a cantile, then you've got to adjust your seating depth because um if your brass is if your seating depth is adjusted to seat a bullet into a case that is trimmed to the minimum length it won't crimp properly if you then suddenly put a bullet into that case that is the maximum length your cannelure is not going to work you know what i'm saying
1: well and that that's where you run into the situations where you you, you crimp and you you bulge out the shoulders because uh the case was right. too long for, that's for right. what you had set. So that's right. If you're gonna if you're gonna crimp them, you might as well trim them all to the same length because otherwise it makes crimping a but pain the in the
2: butt. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So if you are um, loading for a bolt gun and you're not gonna crimp, this system that we're describing works great. Because really it doesn't matter how long the brass is if you're not crimping it. But what Adriel said about bulging on the shoulders, what he's referring to is let's say I've got my crimp die set for the minimum length of through a brass of 2.005 so a piece of brass comes up into the body of the crimp die and it is trimmed to 2.005 it will crimp no problem but if the brass is longer than 2.005 it's going to the mouth of the neck of the case it's going to strike the body of the die and be pushed down sooner than it's supposed to and what happens is it pushes the case neck down, which then pushes the shoulder out, creating a lip or a ridge, that is not going to chamber into your gun.
1: That looks real stupid too.
0: Yeah, and no one cares what it looks like. It's just not going to (laughs) work. So, that's one thing you can do for a bolt gun. If you're shooting into a semi, if you're shooting with a bullet with a cantalure, you do have to trim them all the same length. So, um, if you use a hand trimmer, God love you. I hope you're not trimming a, a whole lot because it's a very time-consuming process of chucking up the brass, trimming it, taking it out, throwing the Even bucket. Even those Lee ones are pain one in
1: the butt. Like those Lee Pilot ones, you can do a bunch at the same They're time.
0: They're s- so garbage. They're garbage. They so don't last.
2: If somebody's going to be setting up for all of this, you, what are some of the things that you're recommending that they get? Like.
0: Get your hands on a world's finest trimmer. Yeah. The the thing about the world's finest trimmer is this is, I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible. The world's finest trimmer um, measures off of the shoulder. So you take a piece of brass that has been full length resized and the shoulder pushed back to where it's supposed to be according to Sammy spec. You drop the trimmer on it and it sits on the shoulder of the case the trimmer works with a, um end mill. An end mill is a cutting bit used in mill, mill work. You drop the end mill down into the body of the uh, trimmer. It sits onto the neck of the case, which has already been trimmed to the length you want, and you lock it down. That world's finest trimmer is now supposed to be adjusted to trim all of your cases to the length of that case. The problem is... That brass is a metal, mm-hmm. and it's um it's kind of a compound. It's not really like a like a uh, element. It's not. It's all. It's not uh, composite. Brass. It's got like yes. Copper thank you. And
1: tin and some other crap in there.
0: That's it. And from batch to batch, it changes. It changes. What that Kelly? It changes. Yeah, it changes. And one of the things that changes is its elasticity or bounce back. So even, let's say i got got 100 pieces of federal, but they're not all from the same lot, and they weren't all made from the same batch of brass. They bounce back at different rates after being resized. So the shoulder, even though i got five pieces that were all resized in the same die, they don't all come out identical. And because the shoulder doesn't bounce back identically from case to case, I will not get the same trim length from case to case when using the World's Finest Trimmer. If you use a trimmer that goes from the head stamp to the neck, you will get the, the same, same length every time because we're measuring from the back of the case to the front of the case. The World's Finest Trimmer, unfortunately, does not do that. And um, so you'll get some pieces that will be cut too short, some pieces that won't cut at all. Too short,
1: you can do lots, at once. You can just you can do lots at once.
0: You can do lots at once, and you can live with the too short. You can't live with the too long because you've got that, that shoulder bump thing. So mm-hmm. what we want to do here is we want to avoid having to case gauge each piece of ammo after it's produced, which is part of the quality control here. If you're going to produce a whole pile of ammo that you're taking to the uh, big igloo, you want to make sure that it's always going to work in... Did you just stifle a sneeze?
1: No, I just yawned.
0: Oh, you yawned with your mouth closed. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I want the listeners to go back and look at that. Um, well, listeners have... look? Listeners <laughs> look? I want the listeners to go on YouTube and look at, at Adriel stifling a yawn. That was hilarious. Everybody's <laughs> going. Okay, are <laughs> you sick? Yes, sick? Anyway... Um, we're trying to make ammo as quickly as possible and eliminate a few things, but we can't right. eliminate quality control because this is this we no matter what we make ammo for, we always want that ammo to chamber. And I, I case gauge stuff. Like right now I'm going through two thousand rounds of forty five ACP doing the Plunk test. The Plunk test, is the poor man's test. It's the hobo test. It's when you can't afford a hundo that does a hundred at a time. What do you do? You take the barrel of the firearm, that ammo's going to go in. You drop, you remove the barrel from the firearm. You drop oh them in one at a time. I did 500 today and wanted to kill myself. It was so awful. What you do, you take a tablet. You set a tablet up on your workbench. You put it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You go, one, two. It's, oh, man, it's night Anyway, um, yeah. So some of the things you can skip, though, you can skip turning necks. You can skip deburring flash holes. You can skip uniforming flash holes. You can skip debur- uh, uniforming um, primer pockets. This is not necessary for what we're doing. If we're loading bulk ammo for plinking, for having a 1,000 or 2,000 or 3,000 rounds of something on hand, you can skip these steps because those are steps needed to try and like get sub-sub ammo away. So like skip all those steps. So brass prep, you can cut some corners, but you gotta make sure the overall length of the case is within the specs. Especially if you're going to crimp on a bullet with a cantalore. Um, you gotta make sure that brass you've never fired in your bolt action gun has been full length resized. You gotta get the lube off those cases. You still have to do all that stuff. Okay? Um, progressively resizing is wonderful it speeds up process if you have access to a uh, progressive press the other thing is no fancy powder charges and what I mean by no fancy powder charges is you you take a bunch of you're you're developing a load for your for your gun you're gonna go in uh, okay between 23 and 24 grains of powder let's say for uh 77 grain, 223 bullet, depending on the powder, the powder range, maybe between 23 and 25 range. Some people will literally go 23, 23.5, 24, 24.5, 25, and they'll test those. And then let's say 23 is good, 23.5 is better. 24 is bad. They're going to go back, and they're going to go between 23 and 23.5, and they're going to load 23.1, 23.2, 23.2 or 3, and they're really they're going to load five of each at eight increment to really narrow down the optimal powder charge for that bullet for that gun for that node to get the the best harmonics out of that barrel. We're not doing that now, okay? We're going to go with uh, let's say the max charge is uh, 24.5, we're loading 24.5. Or if it's 27.2, we're loading 27. If we don't have time to get to the range and test stuff, I'll give you a prime example. I took my um, a bolt-action gun and a semi-automatic gun to fill these ranges um, a week ago today. And I started with the max charge on both those guns. And thankfully, the max charge was the most accurate. And the max charge for both ended up being a round number. It was like 26 grains for one, 43 grains for the other. Done. (laughs) Done. Go home. You adjust your powder measure to throw a nice round number, 23, 46, whatever. You know, if you get, normally when I'm loading ammunition, and I want 46.1 grains of powder. That's all I will accept is 46.1. Right now, 46 is good. 46.2 your OCD, your is OCD also good.
2: Your OCD is not out of control with it? Nope. There's no time for OCD right now.
1: 46.2 is just is better. 46 yeah. is good. 46.2 is better. Get that little extra stank on it.
0: No, not necessarily. But, you know, basically... Just keep it nice round numbers. 45, 46, 23, 37, whatever. just that's good right now. No fancy powder charges. And And as I said earlier, trim lengths close enough. Find your minimum, find your maximum, resize your cases, and you know, you got a choice. you can set your trimmer and throw it all in either cuts or it doesn't, or you can take two buckets, take your brass, Measure this bucket needs to be trimmed. This bucket does not. Start loading the bucket that does not need to be trimmed because it's within spec. Get to the bucket needs to be trimmed later. Next thing we want to do with all the ammunition. If we're loading for semi-auto, that is uh, magazine-fed, like a two-two-three. If you can get your hands on stripper clips, stripper clips, and for two-two-three are the bomb. Mm-hmm. You store your ammo on these 10 round clips in buckets. Go to YouTube and look how to store 223 or 556 on clips in ammo cans. And I'll show you exactly how to stack them to get a thousand rounds in a can or depending on the size of the can. So you get a bunch of stripper clips, you get a mag feeder or a mag filler, whatever. You throw all your ammo on stripper clips, throw them in the can, take one of those magazine feeders throw it in the can label the can your cans should always be labeled because a lot of those cans look the same and a lot of those cans have had the uh some numbers ground off because some of those cans aren't supposed to fall off the back of a truck but they do and they end up in in army surplus stores or gun shops or whatever and uh they say 7.62 or 556 a lot of them say blank on them never mind all that stuff that says on them spray paint that black or whatever Get out some tape and a marker or just a marker and write, you know, two two three 55 grain CAMPRO, 26 grains of eight three three five, and the overall length, if you want to get specific. So because this stuff's not going to get used for years, and you may want to replicate it because it works really good in your gun, record the data, but don't record the data, the load data on a spreadsheet. Don't record the load data on a Post-it note. Record the load data on the can. This is what's in this can. You got to, you got, even
1: better, you gotta grab one of those per- stickers that comes with like a, a case or some bullets have them and write it down on that and stick it to the inside of the lid.
0: Spear's really good for that, Adriel. You yeah. buy a box yep. of spear bullets and they got that decal right in there, nice and small, <clears throat> yeah. or as Matthew would call it, a decal. So, um, this is the carbine carbine decal decal. Anyway, you got a bunch of ammo cans on the ground. You, you you're leaving. You want to grab an ammo can. It, it helps if, at a glance, you can just look down and go, "Oh, that's the 45 can. That's the 223 can. That's the 9mm can." So just saying what's in the cans is good. But again, it's going to be years before you use this stuff. You're you're loading now because you think the world has come to an end. You need thousands of rounds of ammunition. <laughs> you don't point. <laughs> but anyway. When you fun. end
1: up using it for competition because you didn't use it right into the, the world, uh, the you'll point. be thankful that they're on stripper clips because when you go to a match and you sh- finish shooting your your stage, you're going to take your magazines, you're going to put your spoon on your mag, you're going to take your stripper clips and you're going to zip them in there, or you're going to use one of those strip lulas and you're going to load your mags like nobody's business. Nice and like fast. Nobody. Love it. Yeah. Love it for three
0: Love gun. it. Me too. Yeah. Every can gets a loader. I've got a loader for every can. I got one of those Triplulas. Mm-hmm. The rest are all the uh, little mill spoons. Sp- the, yeah. Or do you I use get, the I plastic got... ones? I use the plastic one. Oh, yeah. Couple, those... yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A spoon is ridiculous. It's terrible. But yeah, I use terrible. those too. <laughs> <laughs> I got the plastic ones. Yeah. So, but label it. Not just label on the outside. That's 223. If you're a hand loader, write the data on the inside so you know what is in there when it comes time to uh, recreate yeah, it. Make some more. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I got. I for mean, like, for the...
1: yeah, I th- I think what a lot of people do are doing right now, a lot of people who are reloading are you've got more time on your hands because you're mm-hmm. inside all the time. Uh, you might as well make some more ammo. You might as well take all that, uh, that brass all he's had sitting around, process it all, make a pile yep. of stuff, make it to, like, reliable quality. And, uh, you'll, Adrian, eventually you know use how it. bad
0: it is. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I'm loading a lot of ammo, but I also have tens of thousands of pieces of 223 brass. I'm sorting it by headstamp.
1: Might as well. Because what's (laughs) going to happen... Well, what's going to happen is um, you're going to find some stuff has a factory crimp on the primer pocket. Do that stuff last. (laughs) Do all the stuff that doesn't have the crimp, because that's way easier, way faster to make.
0: Yep, but Uh, I do have uh, a... Cr- um
1: crimper primer
0: pocket reamer mm-hmm. that mounts to my six fifty where the primer seating punch would be it's a it's a it's a a punch that sticks up through that in the tool head and it reams the primer pocket as it goes by
1: yeah nice that's yeah very nice that's a that's yeah. a pain in the butt activity to do it to two two three it really is yeah, one of the uh people on uh the stream is just asking where I get those stripper clips. I got mine off eBay. I think there's a place in there's a place in the states that will ship you the thermal ones, the plastic ones. Yeah. And those are the better ones. The the metal ones bend, the little brass tabs on them
0: break, break
1: off eventually. Uh the plastic yeah. ones are the better ones, but tell that
0: tell yeah. that person to yeah. PM me.
1: Oh, okay, there you go. PM Trevor. There you just did. I guess I did too. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean I I think right now people are, are probably just reloading because they have the time on their hands, so you might as well you might as well do it right. I made up uh I made up five hundred rounds of uh, of thirty eight special and I don't have a thirty eight. But I had That's the funny. cases and I had the bullets, so <laughs> Yep. So I made a pile.
0: I am um Yeah.
1: Make up some six five, make up some two two three, maybe if I if I get real desperate. For something to do, because I I hate processing two two three brass. Just with like the fact you gotta like, you, there's just too many things. I'm so lazy. Maybe if the price of ammo goes up, maybe if the price of two two three goes up quite a bit, then I'll be then I'll be more motivated to build it.
0: I I I mean I still prefer to load my own anyway. Um, I've got five hundred two two three campro projectiles to turn into ammo, and I got four uh, two pounds of powder. So, hold on. I think I've got, I...
1: I got 2,000 Cam Pro 223 that are just sitting in their boxes waiting for me to do something with them. 14,000
0: do... I... grains mm-hmm. divided by 26 grains, 538. Yeah, so with 2 pounds of powder, I have enough to do 500 bullets for sure. Mm-hmm. But what I don't have is, and this is the last of my black sheet brass brass um, and I know I don't have 500 pieces there so I'm going to those buckets and I've got a bucket of resized brass but it's mixed and Kelly there's still some OCD going on so I'm not actually going to use that brass of or that bucket mixed of mixed brass. brass yeah what I have is you remember those cases and cases and cases of Narenko 556223 that came oh, in
1: oh yeah the CJ95 stuff yeah Yeah.
0: You know what? It's, 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 I cronied it. It's legit 3,200 feet per second stuff. Like, so it's going the right ballistics. Anyway, the beauty of that stuff is the primer pockets are not crimped. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I got a buddy of mine that has a pile of that stuff. He's got uh, a stack about yay tall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. that's that's how so, you, that's how you um, measure CJ ninety five. It's like how big's a stack. It's like oh, if you're standing about that tall, yeah.
2: Yep, <laughs>
0: perfect. For two hundred and fifty dollars, so that that's what I'm going to use.
1: Going hmm. to make any hunting ammo.
0: I did. Oh, I did. did. Yeah, so I've got a Savage 110 in .30-06 with a Vortex Viper HS on it. Whoa, that gun! And my preferred load is a Hornady 165 grain HST? HST? SST? SST. Thank you, Adriel. Cheaps, SST. Uh,
1: cheap ballistic tip that they've got
0: that's right yeah and uh 165 grain SST under or on top of sorry 52 grains of 4064 and it shoots under an inch all day to an inch three quarters to an inch all day yeah i loaded up 200 rounds
1: (laughs) that's that should be enough yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah like i have i have a i have a bunch uh, like dude you and I both know most people never shoot their hunting rifle a hundred times in their entire life or in the entire life of the rifle. It's a hunting rifle. Zero it, take it hunting, put it away, take it out, double check the zero, take it hunting. Maybe Maybe. double check the zero. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. The FUDs don't double check the zero. So, um, yeah, dude, I had, I, so I went full full retard on the brass, right? I had all matching Winchester brass, all trimmed to the same length, all had the primer pocket, uh, uniformed, all had the primer flash hole deburred. I even started turning the necks. I bought a Sinclair Wilson three hundred and fifty dollar neck turning tool. <laughs> I know. So I got a bunch of match grade thirty out six for my hunting rifle. But when all this started, it was like, yeah, where's my thirty out six brass? This is a Remington piece. This is a Winchester piece. This is a Federal piece. This, I don't care. It's an Imperial. Imperial. Who's it'll
1: making? it'll plunk a moose from a hundred yards. Absolutely. I oh, have. It will.
0: I have three lifetime supplies of .30-06 for that gun, and then I uh, loaded a oh, I don't know two to three hundred rounds of uh, .30-06 for my M1 Garand. Then I've got
1: using like FMJ or a soft point or, or... Uh,
0: Campro 1 Campro. 147 grain. Yeah. Then I loaded the other 300 um, or my uh, either M14 or my Stag 10 147 grain Campro through 8s. Um I also have a spam can of Norinco 223. No, sorry, Norinco Seven point six two by fifty one steel case, non corrosive. Yeah, nice. My M fourteen loves it.
1: I should have bought some more when it came out. I only bought like five hundred rounds, and I used it, and I just like, eh, I'll use better stuff. But it was okay. (laughs) It was fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I be I can't wait to get to the range in the spring and try the um, my hand loads, which are forty four grains of varget. With a 147 grain CAMPRO. My uh, Stag 10 shot them two, three inches. I'm happy with that, whatever, you know, for what it is. With that M14 that I have, with the Norinco steel case, 150 grain stuff. Iron sights, I could shoot between three and four inches. All rested and stuff on, on the bench. Um, which I think is phenomenal. Iron sights, cheap Norinco steel case ammo. I can't wait to see if my uh, is do any better. Load development with iron sights is ridiculous. It's yeah,
1: because you're there's there's too many other variables. I can mm-hmm. like with w- uh, with the Garand or the uh, M14s. I can usually do pretty well with those sights. I like the, the uh, uh, that peep style uh, nice long sight radius on them. I find like long range for two, 300 yards with those ones. Very easy to shoot steel. Whereas with your traditional like blade and notch, it's, it's a little bit tougher to, uh, to make hits way out there.
0: Yeah. I need, uh, I need a, uh, a scope to really try and, uh, get the, get
1: the, uh, accuracy out and really test it out. But yeah, or you just run iron sight accuracy and that's, that's good enough on like, uh, um, you know, nice big square target out to 300 yards and easy and repeatable to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are we, uh, are we done on this topic on reloading?
0: Yeah, we're done on this.
1: (laughs) Anything else? When's our next show? Just let people know.
0: Um, We have a guest lined up on for Wednesday night to talk about nutrition during the apocalypse. There we go. And um, Kelly, are you on Tinder? Like, what are you doing? She's probably working. <laughs> she forgot mute. that she's on mute. <laughs> she's
1: been chiming in and we've just been like super rude, not
0: saying yep, anything. Nope,
2: sorry. Nope. I was uh, not on Tinder. I was shopping for reloading stuff.
0: Ah. Good for you. I know. Oh my god, there's a cold Python the shell. There's a cold Python shell from 1977 not on CDM right now. Somebody is is broke his shit because of the apocalypse. It's a <laughs> six inch 1977 and he's not He's not doing the whole. Um, oh, he's kind of doing the um, the uh, Walking Dead pricing. Friggin' hmm. Uh Oh, thirty
2: two
0: hundred bucks. Firm. Woo! You're not firm. Spicy. I told you guys. One of my first guns was a cold python, right? And I was retarded and sold it.
2: Yeah, eh. gonna happen. Yeah,
0: that cool. was very very new.
1: All right.
2: Well, okay. we're going to be here on Wednesday, everybody, at around seven o'clock, or it means afterwards because we never get start on time. Around and seven we'll...
0: o'clock, if you're in Ontario.
2: Yes. True. Well, that's all that matters. It's, it's Center of the universe. Center of the universe. Seven Canada, o'clock.
1: Anyways. Center of the universe time. Yeah. Yep.
2: And then we'll have a regular show on Thursday.
1: Cool.
2: See also... you guys on Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. I'll be here.
0: All right. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.
2: Bye, Bye everybody.